Hi, I'm Pastor Nick Monsma from Fresno Christian Reformed Church. This is the weekly cleanup from Sunday's sermon. In the weekly cleanup, I dig a little bit deeper uh, in the topic of Sunday's sermon. And today I'm talking about the sermon that I preached on Easter. Uh, and if you haven't heard that sermon yet, just go ahead and listen by heading over to our church's YouTube page and you can uh, watch the worship service and listen to this sermon there. The sermon that I preached on Easter was on the beginning of Hebrews 11, and it was a sermon about how faith, well, as Hebrews 11 begins, faith is the confidence in in things we hope for and assurance about things we do not see. And uh, I talked uh, specifically about the resurrection, but I also talked about science and about the fact that believing in the resurrection of Jesus is not incompatible with being a scientifically minded person. And I actually want to spend a few minutes today talking a little more about that, about science and what it means to engage in science as a Christian. And and honestly, this could be like a 60-hour long podcast on a Christian understanding of what science is, uh, and uh, I'm not going to talk for 60 hours right now. Uh, so I'm going to try to boil this down to just a few minutes, uh, and because I'm trying to boil down a whole lot of uh, a whole lot down into just a couple of minutes. I'm a little nervous that I'm going to leave you with even more questions than you have right now about this, but. Uh, here it goes. Here's what's uh, been on my mind. Uh, I want to talk about two different ways to do science and what the consequences are for the for the person who's engaging in science. The first way is the Christian approach to science or a Christian approach to science. A Christian approach to science uh, can go like this. So a Christian believes that God created the world that there is an ultimate and knowable, complete truth about the world, but it's only knowable to God, that is. Only God can comprehend the whole world, the whole truth about the world. But what, what we human beings and our finiteness and our sinfulness uh, are able to do, we can't comprehend the world, we can't fully understand it, but what we can do is get closer and closer to God's knowledge of the world by studying his world. Uh, and as a Christian, uh, you can use science, use naturalistic science as a tool for getting closer to God's understanding of the world. In, uh, in this use of science, there's no problem with admitting that there are things that science can't examine and science can't explain. There's no problem admitting that there are things we need to know that science can't prove to us are true and that science maybe can't even study. Uh, because science is just one tool for understanding better God's incomprehensible world. So that's that's maybe a Christian way to do science, and that's the, the way that I would engage in science, and I would recommend if you're uh, a scientifically-minded person, you engage in it. See science, naturalistic science, modern science, as one tool that you can use to understand a little better God's world while recognizing that there's a lot of things you need to know that science will never even come close to touching on. What's another way to do science? Well, another way to do science is the way of the skeptic. So skepticism, philosophically, skepticism is an approach to knowledge that says, uh, that where a person says, I'm only going to believe things that I can prove to be true based on certain standards of proof. So I refuse to believe anything unless I can prove that it's true based on whatever these criteria are that I set out. 
if you engage in science as a skeptic, what you're saying theologically is that, um, well, you're making the assumption that you as a human being are going to be able to firmly establish by scientific evidence the truth of everything that you need to know to live a full life. You're assuming as a scientific skeptic that that science is going to enable you, that this kind of skepticism is enable, is going to enable you to live a, a full human life or give you the knowledge that you need to have to, to uh, live a full human life. But the history of skepticism shows that this is not true, that this is hopeless, that if you engage in science as a skeptic saying, well, I'm going to be a scientifically minded person, I'm only going to believe things that, that science can prove are true, you're not going to end up knowing the things that you need to know in order to live a full life. Uh, there have been a, a different varieties of skepticism in, the, in Western philosophy for the last few hundred years, and they have all led to the same place. Whether it's the skepticism of Descartes or 19th century science or 20th century postmodern science or whatever, all the varieties of skepticism lead to the same conclusion. A skeptic ends up knowing very little. And as a stark example of this, it's widely understood that Descartes' version of skepticism from the 1600s ends with a person knowing only one thing, I exist. And, and other forms of skepticism give you not much more than that as, as things that you can uh, confidently actually know. Uh, in order to live a full human life, you need to know more than that, though, than I exist and maybe a handful of other things. But no form of skepticism, not even naturalistic science, gets you much further than that in terms of concrete, confident knowledge. But on the other hand, if you engage in science not as a skeptic, but as a creature of the creator, then it turns out you can know all sorts of things, all of the things, in fact, that you need to know in order to live a human life. So science is a great tool. Science is, gr is a great tool for, for arriving at knowledge. But if you're committed, if, a, if you as a skeptic are committed to only using science to reach knowledge, you're going to be sorely disappointed if, in the very little tiny bit that you're going to be able to show is, is conclusively true. So that's the cleanup for today. You can find the recording of the sermon that I talked about, my Easter sermon, on our church's YouTube channel, and you can find out other information about our church at fresnocrc.org. Music